Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 48. I am Joe the Widget Wilson and I am joined by my right hand man, the Banhammer himself, Mr. David Deenforce Adams. I'm no longer the Banhammer, I am the Hammer of the Seven Stars. Ooh, fancy. Ooh. Yes, it is, I'll talk about that later today. Less ominous, but more, more awesome. Ominous. Yeah, sparkly. Sparkly, definitely. <laughs> and joining us, as always, is the man who we like to pick on, Mr. Dan Boontini Wilson. Uh, right now, I will prefer Dan Reaperbane. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit, too. And we are joined by our uh, our newbie, Mr. Aaron Curry. Hey, guys. Really excited to talk about the server today. Great stuff is happening yeah, server has uh, been quite full lately, and I'll get that in a little bit, but right now we're getting to our, our sponsors. We are sponsored today by TweakedAudio.com, the makers of the best earbuds on the market. You guys can't go wrong. Go to TweakedAudio.com, check out their wide selection of audio, of, uh, audio headgear. They have, they, they have uh, some that come with optional microphones, fancy cool colors, free worldwide shipping, lifetime warranty, brilliant customer support. And if you use the code, off the record, all one word, at checkout, you get 30% off your order. That's tweakedaudio.com. We're also brought to you by guildlaunch.com, who knocked down our, our full premium site down to a basic again. I miss the, the, the joys of the premium. Go to guildlaunch.com and check their site out, guys. The best... Uh, what's the what word I'm looking for? It's not so much like uh, guild hosting, but group hosting, video game group hosting site on the planet. They are fantastic. Go sign up for your free account. Give it a shot, guys. Very, very easy to use. A ton of stuff you can do. We they, I haven't seen the Minecraft widget yet. I'm still waiting on that. When that comes out, I'm going to be playing with that. But our site looks fantastic. Even on a basic account, it looks fantastic, guys. And very, very functional with a lot of goodies. That's guildlaunch.com and sign up now. Alright guys, we have a lot to talk about in the server. Our server has been seeing a ton of player load this last week. We've had over 60 new players joining the server. So we've been experiencing loads of approximately 10 to 12 at all times per average. Peak was today at nearly 30 or just over 30 players on. Which is uh, which is really good. That's half server load. And we want to see it get more. The more players, the better. I love uh, logging on and you know hitting tab and seeing all those people online. The towns are full. Bought, you, you know you get your messages. There's 
communication going. A lot of cool things can happen. Alright guys, we have a ton of server stuff to go into. So we're going to get into that right now. A lot of bosses this week got nerfed. What I mean by nerfed is that they were made easier. In order to make them more in line with the boss regen plan. Uh, I know for one, for one, Chicken Little was too hard. It was actually, she was impossible. Was nerfed. Now has a small percentage to throw you up instead of a large percentage. And with half of the health cut, like we talked about, I believe, last week. Uh, Tiny spawns ha more, less than half of the zombies he used to spawn. Um, that was that was interesting. Yeah, some of the bosses had their health drop down. Some of them had a lot of them had their amount of um, ads in quotes. There's your MMO term there, or extra monsters that they will bring into the fight were brought down in line. Um, the bosses that were not affected were in Reaper's Castle and Missive's Castle. Just let you guys know. So the, the bosses are a lot easier. A lot of them are. I'm not going to get into exactly which ones. Um, but I will say that even Muramak was nerfed. So, <clears throat> more Casper hideaways have been added to the game to make things a little bit more efficient for you guys. Including one in the vicinity of Reaper's Castle. I won't say where, but it's near there. To make things a little bit easier for you guys. Uh, Reaper has been officially taken down as of last night. I was there and watched a group of seven players doing everything right. I mean, they had two the, the, the two of the highest axe skilled per people in their group. And axe is crucial when you're fighting Reaper to have high skilled axe people. Why? Because axes mitigate armor damage. Armor. So they can go through armor like butter. The higher the the skill, the more so it does. Uh, let me see here. They had someone in the back healing with healing arrows. A lot of them had gold, enchanted golden apples. They did everything correctly. They went right through the castle. They destroyed the, the first four bosses and took on Reaper himself. And the fight took over 30 minutes and a lot of deaths during that fight. It was quite hilarious watching that. And it was really cool. One of the strategies I saw them utilizing is that the last person who was live was smart enough to hold back and just kind of ping Reaper with an arrow, even though it doesn't do any damage to him. It prevents him from rolling, from regening his health. Until other players got in and they went all out on him. They, they used a lot of really key strategy in that fight, and they did very, very well. And each of them were awarded the Hero Award on our site. That's minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com and received 20 points each. Now those points will we will have a system put up probably in the next week or two that will allow you to um, spend your points on real life and in-game items. Yes, and there's even one one we have a boss now that you not in-game but we use him for specific things called the Loot. His name is Loot, and he's got five hit points and does one point of damage. His whole point is to drop specific named gear. And he will be in part of that package for the points. Something to think about. And Dan, since you were part of that group that took out um, Reaper, tell us about it. I Well, first of all, before I really get into it, I'd just like to say congratulations to all the heroes that were in it. This group was pretty big. I was in it. BW Zebra. Nameless. Goth Soldier, 47, Kenpo, and Willie, or Adam, 
as he likes to be called. We were all in there, all doing our best to go through this entire dungeon. Now, before we even started this, when it was only just a thought, uh, we were all sitting in blocklessness. Most of us were in mumble. Kempo, sadly, was not because he doesn't have a mic. But we were all just going through what our limitations were. For Goth Soldier, for example, he had very little armor and he did have a pew-pew. So the way that we figured it was it would probably be best to have him sit back and shoot arrows at all of the bosses. So those, those, those who don't know, Pew Pew is a, is a bow that doesn't exist in the game anymore, except for rare occasions, which is another one of those point systems. You can, uh, if you get enough points, we will give you one loot shot at the, at the old arena loot table. But anyway, it was on there. It's an epic, so it's purple quality, and it has infinite arrow. Dan? So, uh, based on this... Since he has infinite arrows, we thought it would, yeah, be best to put him in the uh, back reaches of the arenas. And we also gave him all the wheat that we had on us and in our plots. So then he can also shoot healing arrows at us whenever we needed it. And one of the biggest assets of this fight is that we were all in the mumble server so we can communicate really easily. Uh, Kempo and Nameless, I gotta give them big props because they thought ahead and they brought their best axes to the fight with them. Now, the reason why this was so good is because axes can uh, chew through armor like it's not even there. And that was just a huge asset in Fighting Reaper. Now, we went through hell and back to get through this, but in the end, everybody was just so happy. It was so rewarding just to hear everybody's cheers and it was just so much fun people if you think that you cannot take on reaper this is what most of the people in our group thought at the time they did not have the armor the resources the skill to do this but we all thought about it strategically and even with minimal armor and minimal weaponry we did it Oh, some of you guys were were pretty well equipped. Yeah, uh, I believe the best equipped of us all was probably Kempo. N- nameless within a close second. But I know that I that I had a regular iron armor before we went in, but Nameless was just like, here, you can have all this enchanted armor, so it this will help you out a lot. So... Thank you, Nameless. You helped keep me alive. Okay. BW Zebra. He was the one that actually got uh, the trophy. So at the end, we were all extremely jealous of this guy. Uh, But I took a screenshot at the end. And in that screenshot, just to rub it in a little further, he's wearing that trophy you know what's pretty cool is that the new loot the new party system allows you to disperse loot randomly automatically so no fighting and um from everything i saw people were like saying yeah i'm so jealous you got it but then of them say well maybe we should roll for it or it's not fair you got it 
everyone accepts the fact that he got it fair and square. They were just jealous. <laughs> Which means you guys will go back and kill him again until everyone gets it, right? Yeah, that is true. Okay, let's see. Do Okay, when we were first going through, I found it so surprising that we literally true through uh, Gatekeeper, Captain TNT, and General Titus. They were nothing. Nothing. Then when we get to Doug, we all start dropping like flies. And it was a lot of fun, guys. These guys may sound intimidating, but go for it. It's the most fun that I've had in the server to date. And I'm pretty sure next week I'll have something to even outdo this. Uh, yeah, Billy Bobness in the... You know, I'm getting so sick of people coming to me thinking, oh, this is a bug or a glitch, and it's actually part of the mechanics. Um, Billy Bob saying that at Reaper's Castle, it will teleport you to Doug at random times. It does not do it at random time. If you stay on the pressure plate, it will teleport you every time. If you're with somebody and you're right next to them, and when they go over the pressure plate, it'll just open the door and let you right on through. you got to wait until the other person teleports before you go on the pressure plate, because it does take half a second for it to reset. Anyway, so... That's the thing about the region. If we still have a lot of people complaining about, oh, I don't can't do anything as a region. Yeah, you can do it all. I've seen it. I've seen players do it. You just got to be patient. You got to think about each fight. Learn the fights. You might die a lot. Might have to go try it a lot. But eventually, you'll figure it out and kill them. And you got to be prepared. And one of those things, I saw a really cool post by Kempo on the forums. And um, it kind of sparked me to bring this up. And that's how to heal yourself on the server. How to heal yourself is pretty simple. One is enchanted golden apples. They do three things. One, they give you a regen for 30 seconds, which pretty much makes you invisible for that 30 seconds. They give you a fire resistance and a resistance for three minutes. Very useful tools. And you can buy those on the, in the, uh, the golden apple shop in Blocklessness. Two is using the healing arrow on yourself. It can be done. I've seen players utilizing this, a few of them. They'll go and attack with their sword or their axe or their pickaxe, whatever, and they'll have their arrow ready, their bow, and as soon as they get low in health, they'll get away from the boss, do a little quick tap with their right mouse button, shoots the arrow up like not even a foot, comes right back down and heals them. They go back in the fight. Okay, may I add something about the healing arrows? Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, with the healing arrows, it the players still... Uh, acts like they take damage and what I mean by that is they jump a little bit so when in those big boss fights use it strategically so you don't hit them into the path of a boss just saying uh, right okay anyway so that's a good thing to practice is using the healing arrows and you got all, all you really need is wheat on your person to be able to use those Another way of doing it is regular golden apples and healing potions. There's a lot of players on the server that do make potions, and you can probably buy them off of them. Uh, healing potions are a great way to get full health or nearly full health, depending on the strength of the potion. Now, the thing about golden apples, they only heal about three to four hearts instantly, but that's still better than dying. So you got to really think about those diff three different things and utilize those when you're out fighting bosses alone or even in groups. <clears throat> Alright guys, uh, we added more awards on the guild launch site for getting 1,000 in each skill. So if you get 1,000 in mining, you get the 1k mining award. If you get all of them, all skills to 1,000, you get the 1k master. 
which gives you 200 points, which is a, a lot. It's the most of anything on there. But that's also going to take the most time uh, by far. <laughs> it's gonna probably going to take months before someone even gets close to that. But it's there. So you guys can check it out if you go to our site, minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com, and go to the player tab, and there's an awards tab right there. Just go and check those out. And let me see here. I mess around with the full Underworld set and let players try to kill me in Blocklessness. Dan, you were one of them. Oh, yeah. That was tough. He is untouchable with that suit of armor. With those weapons, I was able to kill anybody with one or two shots, even using even if they're wearing diamond armor with a bow. Um, with, a, with the Underworld itself, the axe... I was destroying most of them in one hit. So it's a complete OP set. And right now it's got a high drop rate on some of the boss in the Mrs. Castles where it drops. So I'm going to probably lower the drop rate because it is extremely powerful. And I already know that one player has that set or has one of those pieces of that set. Uh, last night I did an arena because there was a lot of people on. And we did the first arena fight was three Mongoos. And two bully bobs, so a little, I, I call it the mini terror. Some of those lines. It was very, very funny watching everybody get destroyed. And I even opened up, like, I even put spots of water in the middle of the arena because that's the best way to beat Mungu. And hardly anyone figured out how to, that, the, that the water was there for. The next round we did Doug and two Ember Lords. We had a whole bunch of the, um, the Blaze bosses around there. That was quite fun to watch. And then we did Hellhounds. First time and only time I'm going to allow players to fight a boss from Mrs. Castle in the arena. That was an interesting fight. That one took forever. And there was a ton of people in there fighting him. A lot of people. And weren't you congratulating us on how on the tactics that we were using yeah. against the Hellhounds? It was pretty remarkable in the fact that they figured out which Hellhounds to fight first and take down and focus on first. They were focused. There was focus, focus firing on each wolf one at a time, and they were picking the correct ones to go after first, second, and third, um, which allowed them to take it down. And they did very well. And I know that one of the pieces of the Underworld set did drop. I don't remember who got it, but I know someone did. I think it was Kempo, and he got the uh, boots. Hellhounds don't drop the boots. I believe the Hellhounds drop the pants and the helmet. Uh, yeah, he got the pants. Yeah, Nameless is saying Kenpo got the pants. Oh, lucky little guy. Or girl. I have no idea who that person could be. Kenpo's kind of he, a misgiving I name. I think it is a dude. He think he uh, he told us one time back, back when he was doing the, uh, the build-off, that it was a dude. Probably. You know, at one point, I thought he was cheating. Dude, I was following him around for days thinking he was cheating, but that dude just actually is... Uh, He's a min-maxer. He is. <laughs> he plays smart, too. <laughs> I watched him on some of the bosses, and he was figuring out those strategies. I watched him fight Mungu without getting hurt. I thought yeah. for sure he was cheating. Checked him out, talked to him. No, he was just using the, the pool of water and just beat the snot out of him, and I watched him do that with a few bosses. Pretty impressive. Um, there's, I have my own list of top five players on the server, and he's, he's definitely in there. Uh, Nameless is one of them. And there's three others. I don't have the list in front of me right now, but what I consider to be the top three players on the server. 
Alrighty, guys. Right now, we're going to get in. Me and Dave have decided to disclose expansion information. You guys ready for this? We're going to tell you about the expansion. What it's about. Now, I want to keep a little slammer here, guys. The information we're giving you right now may or may not change depending on certain factors. This is uh, this is still very, very much in development. Uh, we're all working on it literally every day. The expansion name is called Comatis. If you've ever been to the Temple of Seven Stars, you may know what that is. It's one of the seven stars. Yeah. If you want to know more about it, go to the Temple of Seven Stars and check it out. There's a book in there as well. <clears throat> what it is not, there will be no guild or player plots on this expansion. Now, the player plots and guild plots that are currently in the game are going to stay, of course. All the vanilla content is going to stay the same as it is, or with or the new Ant Knock content. Uh, new can't, new Ant Knock will not have new content added. It will be tweaked and balanced and changed, of course, but um, no new content added. Reason is, is we have now have what Dave three expansions planned. Um, yeah, at least. Yeah, three. And I still have to make that one buffer area. All right, so. Here is the story, guys. The good king, Armoridi, is under siege from the leader of the Forbidden, King Remit. The heroes have killed Reaper, and they have banished Missive to the Underworld. So you guys gotta get on that, by the way, so the story doesn't look like it's fake. <laughs> Cast yeah, we're, we, uh, you know what that means. We don't have to open this up until they beat Missive. Oh, that's that's definitely true, huh? Mm-hmm. Until Missive comes goes hmm. down, even if we have it ready, we can wait until then. A goal, yep. you say. <laughs> Basically, Casper goes and tells the heroes of New Antinoch that they are needed in Comatis to defend King Armoridi and his people against the invasion of the Forbidden. King Armoridi, with the help of the powerful magicians, has lifted his kingdom and the surrounding lands to the heavens, the Crystal City, and the surrounding areas. The Crystal City will be the only city slash town in the expansion. The only one. And, Dave, it is massive. Oh, my God. It is huge. That The Crystal City, the, the Crystal uh, Palace, that is, like, the center point of these, this entire floating island chain. It is beautiful. Joe, you did a great job on that thing. Thank you, sir. Appreciate I, that. I really enjoy it. So, the city is made up of floating islands. Several of them, and they have different. Um, basically, to go back to the story. The Forbidden have taken over all lands except the city. All right, we'll get into the city. Well, let me see. Yeah, we'll do the city in a second. The Forbidden Lands. All right, you guys have all played Badlands, or most of you have, and know what Badlands is. The Forbidden Lands is that on steroids. All land below all the Sky Islands, which is going to include... All Skylands are going to include all the story content, bosses, you name it, will be up in the sky. All the land below will be the Forbidden Lands. It will think about Badlands on steroids. I'm listening. It's um, definitely prime land for horse use, which is one of the things we have considered. Uh, it's on a massive scale, and there will be little quirks here and there about it that will change up how things are going to play out. The reason I'm not getting too much information about that right now is not all details have been ironed out. 
except for the fact it will work a lot like how Badlands works currently, where you can build, you can mine, it's full PvP open. Uh, as a matter of fact, some of the ways that we are planning for traveling from island to island in the skies to get to your content, maybe you have to might have to travel through the Forbidden Lands in order to get these other floating islands, and part of the challenge will be getting through other players. <laughs> this is like really legit like no I'm this is exciting I have so much things going through my head about this right now and it's not even out you're yet. not invited oh <laughs> there's gonna be approximately between 20 and 30 bosses uh, in this expansion we're gonna try to keep to that limit for each but we're gonna make the the bosses more immersive and exciting than in the previous iteration so Quality. We're basically what we're going for on this expansion, guys, is quality over over quantity. So we want to make everything big, bold, immersive, and just like draw you guys in even further to the overall story. Now, the Crystal City has a lower class, a middle class, and an upper class housing and apartments. All right, these are uh, places you will be able to buy, and if I can get everything to work right, be able to. Um, go inside of them and do anything you want on the inside or go out to your backyard and mo or and farm. Yes, and each island has its own name. And you'll have your own address when you buy a house. For instance, uh, a lot of the middle class areas, all of them have like, um, for instance, let me see here, uh, uh, Prima Middle. So Prima Middle is, Prima is the name of the island, Middle is its middle class. So when you're giving someone your address, you can say like, "I'm at one. I'm at three Prima Middle." So you're at House Three on the island Prima, which is a middle class island. Same with the upper class and lower class. The lower class is all small apartment thingies, no real farmland. We even have guild halls. Guild halls are monsters. They're huge. They are very, very expensive. Um, all these. Um, houses and such are going to be very expensive a lot more than what the plots are on the regular server and there's reasons behind that I'm not going to get into that right now let's just say that right now the current price for guild hall is 22,000 ouch what you're trying to bleed us dry there's yes. only four of them we need an even sink somewhere but 22,000 I don't think I've ever seen that much on any single person uh, that that amount does not exist currently in game on in even in even in um, Egard, which is the richest guild. Uh, there's a reason behind that. We're gonna balance things out as we go, but that's kind of giving you guys a benchmark at the cost of things. Um, that's pretty much the only place you're gonna be able to have a bed <laughs> right now. We don't know for sure yet. We still got a lot of testing and building to do. But these are these houses and apartments that are all already built and in position. We're we're figuring things out as we go on this. Uh, players will travel from island to island to defeat the forces of the Forbidden in unique and cool ways. Players will be able to get down from the forbid get down to the Forbidden Island or the Forbidden Lands in different areas. I know that right now we have four areas that go down to the Forbidden Lands and back up to the city uh, plant already set up around Crystal City. And the way up is pretty fun, isn't it, Dave? <laughs> yeah. It, uh... That, I'm scared of that little launch pad thing we got going on. One of the ways we have going up is a launch pad that will shoot you 220 meters up. And you, it will has timed perfectly to where you just have... You get right up to the ledge of the island and you can just 
tap right over and be right on the land island without getting hurt at all. If you miss, you better hope you can hit the water below. <laughs> That's kind of scary. Yeah, it scared the crap out of me when I first did it. So like I said, one of the ways we're thinking about for people players to have to get to some of the um, the zones, the Sky Island zones, is to have to go to the Forbidden Lands, but also using quirky little things like think about um, uh, Supersonic and how that works and some of those jumps work. Think about having to do that to travel from island to island. I like that. I like that idea. So I'm going to be falling in lava a lot traveling island to island. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bunch of different ways planned to get from island to island that are going to be pretty pretty fun for you guys. Um, Comatus is going to be much more challenging than the current game. But there's a lot of reasons behind that. It's for the more advanced player. So you're going to have like the starting area is more for your beginners to certain levels. And then once you get into Comatus, it's for the more experienced players who know how to use strategy, who know how to use their tools, and are decent level and different things. So it's going to have the challenge in it, and it's going to be pretty cool. Um, the new bosses, their average will be harder than those found in, in New Antinoch. Um I expect King... Uh, the Bad King, which is uh, King Remit, he, he, his fight might be a, right along the lines of Missive, just different. So, like, difficulty level similar, just the way it's difficult is mm-hmm. different. The fight itself will be different then. Right. And there will be okay. new shops and content within the Crystal City for you guys. Uh, that's all I'm gonna, I can really divulge right now on this. We have a lot of plans. I have pages of notes <laughs> and hours upon hours building that stupid city alright so we got some actual official news this week Dave yes uh, which one do you want me to get into let's start off with the pocket edition ok that's actually a great idea pocket edition has reached 10 million copies <laughs> yay first they say we are very happy to announce that Minecraft Pocket Edition has sold more than 10 million copies as of yesterday. We are very thankful to all the support that we have gotten for people playing and talking about our game. So, I know what you are thinking. Yeah, 10 million is cool, but where's the next update? We've been working hard on restructuring the back end of a lot of things for Minecraft Pocket Edition to make future updates more smooth. For instance... You can now change options without jumping back to the main menu. What you can also notice is that we have, in one of our menus, more to come in the future, an experimental title where we will put in features that will work for more high-end devices. The reason to put it in, in experimental is because we first want to test our features before making them default. One other big thing we've been working on is Minecraft Realms for Pocket Edition. Oh, and buckets will be in the coming release as well. So, when will you get the update? The plan is to have it out at the end of May. We hope that we won't run into any more nasty bugs with the work we have currently done, but I will keep you posted on how it goes. I've been. I was thinking there. Isn't you're doing the math? Like, how much money did that make Mahjong for ten million copies pocket edition at seven dollars a pop? Still seven dollars, right? I haven't checked. About six ninety nine. 
Minus no the iTunes fees, they probably made around $41 million. Why aren't we getting more updates now? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> you can obviously afford, the, obviously afford the manpower and the talent. Get on it. I will mm-hmm. learn how to do the coding and then update it myself if they give me $41 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the time and do it right. All right, Dave, let's talk about what you got going on, dude. Yes. Uh, first things first, very, very early this week, like right after the last show, we had a problem with one of the bosses in Se- Hammer of the Seven Stars. Uh, his name's Shadow. He's actually the first boss you're going to encounter in the place. Widget, I want to thank you live on air for going in and fixing his error in his boss script. You know, you really shouldn't thank me because it's my fault there was an error in the first place. It, you know, but you're you're good enough to go in and fix it. That's that's oh, awesome. No, anytime, man. Also, because of that, I found out that there was a problem with the pylons. On the on the wall in the room, you'll see three of the warp pylons that we've seen all around this area. All three of them do something special. All three of them can help you in this fight, and they all have been fixed. And I know definitively that they 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 work exactly as intended. So I recommend definitely if you're going on this fight, try it out. Use the pylons; they make it easy. Also, um, I have I got shoes of the gladiator, the legendary item from the admin chest a while back. One of the people on the servers, um, Fergus, has the entire set of the Gladiator set from that chest, except for the shoes. So I have been lording over him and, and dangling these shoes in front of him for days now. And he's been trying and trying and trying, clearing my Hammer of the Seven Stars area. He actually got the Hammer of the Seven Stars legendary off of the final boss. You know, Fergus is in, in my top five top players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy knows his stuff. I can't believe he traded for that, but he finally, he completed the Gladiator set, so I want to give a shout-out for wow. having... That's a rare he... set, because you can't get those anymore. Yeah, can't get... <clears throat> is he the first person to complete that set? He's the only person. Man, that's that's I'm sure people there. people have done in the past when repairing was not an option and they broke <laughs> or had pieces that could have been up to it at some point um, but we quickly took that chest out the arena chest does not exist except for in our background coding um, for that reason is that it, gear is so easy to repair now and keep mm-hmm. it repaired yeah just in case y'all want to know if y'all want to make a friend Fergus full hmm. set of legendary gear well, armor wise <laughs> I don't know about his weapons I don't know about his weapon, but he he was willing to trade the Hammer of the Seven Stars for those shoes, so I let him, but just because I wanted that hammer. Also, I want to bring up that I found my old account, and I am currently on the server on a secret account now. Nice. That makes four of the admins that have secret accounts. Yeah. So I want to give all of y'all a chance to guess my secret account, and if y'all get it live on air, I'll say who it is. I'm not going to do that. You're not going to guess? Mm-mm. Nothing? Because you're going to tell me anyway. 
I'm going to tell you anyway, And but come on, nothing? No, I couldn't at the moment. Dan? Aaron? No idea. There was, there was somebody that logged in, and the only reason I'm thinking that it might be you is because his name also started with uh, DW. But I don't remember the rest of it, so nothing. Got it, nothing. Okay. I'll give you a hint. It doesn't start with DW. <laughs> I know that uh, no one but the admins that I was forced to tell know about my uh, hidden account, which is the uh, way I want to keep it. Yeah, I'm going to keep it a hidden account if nobody can guess it now. No, it's it's got to be somebody who's not in Mumble. It eludes me. I like the freedom of playing like a regular player, which is nice. I agree. <clears throat> Alrighty, so we got one more piece of news we'll get into in a little bit. We don't have any, um... oh, first we're going to get into Steve's Riddle. We're into that right now, actually, so here we go. Welcome back, everyone. I thought I was going to have to provide more hints this week, but once again, Evil Squirrel Farm has solved the riddle. Before I tell you how he did it, here it is again. A puzzling man with a sense of direction, who's hiding his treasures from closer inspection. Impenetrable walls are just not enough, when people are actively stealing his stuff. His neighbour sounds monstrous, though he's stolen his name, to secure his possessions from the reaper that came. The chest was hidden in a room in the condos. The condos are made of bedrock, hence impenetrable walls. The name on the door was Jigsaw North, or a puzzling man with a sense of direction. The door was locked with a password, and the password was DBD Creature, which was a monstrous sounding next door neighbour. And the chest was hidden under a furnace, which you had to destroy, because he was hiding his possessions from closer inspection. So well done to Evil Squirrel. Unfortunately, bad luck got the better of him again, and he didn't get the special 20% chance item from the chest. And Pi Newman and Stagsman UK, I know you'll be kicking yourselves, it was right across the hall from your condo. And I also believe DBD Creature was Aaron's name before he chose Macardia. I'm sure you'll be kicking yourself equally as hard. Anyway, let's get into this week's new riddle. Here it is. You may have heard the story of little Cece Smith. She liked the feel of danger. That much is not a myth. Many times she travelled to the hill of molten rock. To hear of her demise was really quite a shock. She always took her bow when she journeyed to the land. The entrance to the place she loved could not be reached by hand. Every night she'd arm herself and leave the world behind and go explore New Antinoch to see what she could find. The ashes coat her grave because she never ran away and now forever in this field, little Cece shall lay. This one's for you, Dave, and I'm sure you know why. So there we are. Everyone interested in the riddle segment should visit the riddle room at Main Spawn as there is more contact details for myself, such as my personal email address. This gives players who don't use Twitter a way to contact me. However, you can always contact the show directly, but please note I only have access to the server team email, so you are better using Twitter or my personal email to contact me. Please let me know if you solved the riddle only by my personal email or Twitter, so I can put you in my show notes for a mention on the next episode as the first person to solve it. And as always, you can contact me on Twitter at Stevie8421, that's S-T-E-V-I-E 8421. All the music on the riddle sections are written by myself, and you can listen to some of my stuff on SoundCloud. Uh, just search for Stephen Farkerson, that's Stephen with a V, and Farkerson is spelled F-A-R-Q-U-H-A-R-S-O-N. Thanks for listening, and back to the show. That was hilarious, Dave. Um, oh my god! I was listening to what he was saying. I was like, I might have some ideas. I might have some ideas. I know exactly what when, he's talking about. When he mentioned 
your little homage to you. I was like, oh, gosh, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, this makes me so excited. This I'm not going to yeah, don't give anything away. To do it. But. It's like a little admin inside joke that Steve played on, and that's awesome. Dude, Steve, you are amazing. Oh, I love that riddle. Again, he knocks it out of the park, guys. He does such a good job on these. Alright, uh... Alright, we're gonna get some play. And we're gonna go right into Dan. Alright. First of all, I'd like to share a little funny story with you guys. As you're all aware, I'm a potions master. I brew all sorts of potions. Well, I was feeling bored and I was moving potions to my shop. So I took one of my invisibility potions. I hit my unarmed uh, special ability. I drank a speed potion as well, and I was zipping around, punching people, and just people were freaking out. Uh, we was... need to issue a warning to a Boontini for griefing. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought it was fun, and it was. It was. I, I loved it. Nah, as long as you didn't kill anybody repeatedly, we're good. I, I may have accidentally killed one person, and that because that was because he already had low health. Only about three <laughs> times while he was killing a boss. But <laughs> <clears throat> another thing, speaking of bosses, missive to be particular, uh, me and Aaron were we were on the server, and a missive event has launched, and it was in row. Me and him single-handedly took out three Ultra Skeletons and two Ultra Zombies. Only me and Aaron. I felt freaking amazing. No, there's even Ultra Creepers. I think one, maybe two. I felt yeah. freaking amazing after this. It was awesome. It's a random what he'll spawn on the Ultras, depending on where he's at. There's like a range he'll spawn. I believe in row it has a chance between one and two ultra creepers. Yeah, and they the ultra keeper uh, creepers also they went into the bedroom area in row. So every time you spawn in, you have to run away or instantly get blown up. What I find interesting is that there is a set default timer. Depending on the area, there's a time limit to these events. If you do not complete them or kill the bosses with, or whatever is fighting you within that time limit, negative things can occur in the area that the event occurred. It's different for a row, it's different for blocklessness, it's different for um, expedition site. And remember, guys, it's always good to do these things because there's usually some type of reward at the end of an event if you successfully complete it. Plus, it's just good fun. I mean, it was what... You, uh, you Dan, and then me, and then... I think I had my dog there too. Yeah. I, he he took on the super creeper like by himself. I think. Oh well, uh, yeah, your your dog was a huge asset. That reminds me, guys. There is a a glitch that some players know about to be able to spawn more than one wolf with you. Uh, do not do it. There's no way that I can fix this. So what you need to do is don't do it. If we catch you fighting bosses or anything with more than one wolf out. You will get kicked. You will have three warnings before a ban is issued. 
wolves and such can be an extreme exploit because, for example, with this fight, uh, Max Wolves were, well, Wolf was really doing a lot of help. He would trap uh, zombies in corners to where uh, I could just run up with my sword, beat on them until they died. It, yeah, he, he it mainly was very just, helpful. He, he, they don't. He did. He wasn't doing like a lot of damage, but he was just keeping their attention, which helps, especially since there were so many of the mobs, and there was only two of us. So, Aaron, helpful. are you in game right now? Me? Yeah. No. Yeah, so the players are saying that you had two dogs on you right now in, in the game. I am not even logged in right now. I had yeah, two dogs did. earlier, uh, and I get those. I don't know how. I think it's because like I'll slash kill myself, and then I won't have a dog. We don't want people to know how to do it. <laughs> well, I like I, I was just okay. Don't don't have multiple dogs. That's something we can talk about off the air. Okay. And a big, well, big for some people, uh, piece of news from my gameplay is I have switched guilds. I I have left, came to dig, leaving 47 in charge, and I have joined Razor's Edge with Aaron and Nameless. Uh, I... I have multiple reasons for doing that, but one of the big ones was I hardly ever played with my own guildmates. So, and I play a lot more with Aaron, Goth Soldier, and uh, Nameless. So, it was a smart decision, I think. Fair enough. So, I'd just like to say a formal goodbye to all my former guildmates. Yeah, guilds are popping up and becoming more of a dominant thing on the server now. It's pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah, especially since the bosses need, you know, groups of people. And if you're already in a guild with a group of people, it just makes things easier. So That reminds me of something else that happened. Guilds can no longer claim land. Period. Oh, yeah. That made me upset. <clears throat> just I, I understand why it had to be removed, but, oh, man, I miss that. To be able to teleport back to my faction. Yeah, teleport home was never really an intended thing to really use. Uh, it goes against the premise of the server. It's an adventure server, an RPG server. Being able to teleport everywhere to everywhere and back to your guild plot doesn't really apply to the overall goal of the server. And that, we had a guild literally claim their um, condo in the condo building, which made several condos around it unusable by other players. So we had to we disbanded that guild for a major infraction, and we uh, got rid of their protection. But you, you, I can't disable the protection altogether. So what we did do was we made in order to be able to claim any land, you have to, it'll cost you one hundred thousand emons, one million. Sorry, the set home would be one hundred thousand. So yeah, you know, that. <clears throat> I think we should set it higher because that much e guard would have it in a week. <laughs> a million? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else could buy it. Alrighty. We have some last bit of news here, Dave. We'll get hit. So, yes. Let's do that. Um, you want me to do both of them? One and two? Yeah, well, because one's kind of pointless. Okay. 
the first one is an update to the live game, which is 1.5.2. Came out on the May the 2nd. Oh, I hate them, because I had to redo all the servers for this, and it caused such lag. Yes, this update, its only purpose was to break Ray's minimap and to cause Bucket to have to update. And break Bucket. We had an outbreak of animals after this update. Yes. Which caused massive lag. Good reason for this. Players, if you see animals in the wild, butcher them. It does good for (laughs) lag. Yes, sir. I mean, literally, it was an infestation of animals. If you logged in after the update happened, there was an animal every three or four blocks. Oh, yeah, I was in the fields of uh, Minar. It was just chock full of pigs and cows everywhere. So, you know, a couple stacks of meat and the lag went down. So lag's been doing better now that most of the animals have been slaughtered and Bucket did fix that issue. So that's that's nice. Anyway, Dave, you were saying. Yeah. No, I, I, I tried to find a reason for this update. It's all tiny bug fixes, like things that aren't important. I it, I can't figure out why they would do an update like this. Just to piss off the servers? Well, there was no reason for it. They could have just done it on the the snapshot and had the same effect. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's like, ah, we haven't uh, tortured the servers in in about three weeks. Let's go do that. This irritates me. Anywho, speaking of snapshots, why did the chicken cross the road? Um, because it was bored? Wrong. Because the new snapshot has a coal block and it doesn't need to make sense. Fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> I love this. That's right. I love uh, this, part. In this What's up? I love this part. Go ahead. Okay, okay. In this snapshot, they added a block of coal crafted with one piece of coal, at least, in a 3x3 three three pattern. Crafted with only coal, not charcoal. It can be used to, as furnace, furnace fuel and smelts 72 items just like nine pieces of coal. So it's it's the same effectiveness. Brilliant. Basically, Sorry, Dave. It's okay. Stop interrupting. I will. <laughs> it, basically, this the whole purpose of this block is to be used to store a large amount of coal and to give us a sexy new pitch black block. This is what they need to do with this uh, this game. Horses are fine and dandy. We all love that idea. Sure, we want more blocks. I don't care if there's another point to block of coal other than, like, you know, making easier storage of coal. We want it. I love the fact that redstone blocks are in there now because, well, we use it for building all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's That's another exactly right. it's another design element. And I love this fact they're putting coal in there. And the fact that you get a stack of um, coal blocks, you can take all those multiple stacks of coal you have from using a uh, fortune pickaxe on coal all the time, condense them, and you have an unlimited furnace fuel there. Well, just about. <clears throat> yeah. Um, also, they've added a new texture loading system, which they're not sure it may blow up. Also, they added a new missing texture. Texture. Nice. They added cra- crafting recipes <clears throat> for leads and hay blocks. Hay blocks are crafted with three, three by three wheat, just like coal blocks are three by three coal. But hay blocks cannot be uncrafted. So once you make it into a hay bale, it's always a hay bale. They tweaked horse equipment obtainability. Players can no longer craft horse armor, 
Horses no longer use special saddles. Saddles can be now be found in most generated chests, and they added horse armor to dungeons. Hmm. We can use those, Dave, for special rewards off of bosses and such. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, hint, hint there, people. Mm-hmm. Adjustments related to horse, horses makes them more practical later in the game. So basically, they're an in-game thing now. They added chest generation in the nether. So chests will now generate in nether fortresses in some corners of interior corridors. Redstone comparators now receive output signals from cauldrons and in portal frames. Cauldrons receive a zero signal when empty, a three signal when full, depending on how much water is inside. In portal frames receive a zero signal when empty and a 15 signal when it has an eye of ender inside of it. So that could actually be very useful for causing max uh, redstone charge. I'm going to definitely include that in a few builds. New blurred shading on the dirt in background in the menus. Mechanic uh, whereby zombies spawn more zombies has been adjusted so that it is no longer easily visible to the player. I'm still hoping... That's that thing we talked about where zombies will spawn more of themselves. I still hope they let us turn that off. And finally... Carpets can now be placed on some translucent blocks, including glowstone, glass, glass panels, and beacons. But beacons will still function under carpet. I'm, I'm excited about carpets as well. Those are nifty. And that's it. That's all that's coming out for this next uh, snapshot. And I'm, I'm hoping this goes live pretty soon, because all these... I'm not. I know, but I'm, I'm excited for the different blocks and things. Oh, Horses! Yay, 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 yay. But, you know, I love the, the, some of the stuff they add and all that. And I was really excited about the whole command stuff last time, which is still being extremely useful in the server. It's just the amount of work that goes into having to fix everything, and especially when they're changing the fact that it's going to have a new launcher, the server could be down for a week or two. Yeah. Well, the thing is, with this, uh, to be able to uh, test the new snapshot, you have to be able to get the new launcher. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe, this is a long shot here, but maybe the bucket developers have been playing around with the launcher, learning its mechanics, (laughs) and working on making a bucket thing for this. I told you it's a long shot, but but still, there's a chance. Okay, let me see here. Patch 1.5.2 came out. They did have something up within a few hours that was highly broken. It took them two days to get a fixable working version for 1.5.2. And that was hardly anything to it. So, now consider the fact that they have all this changing with a new launcher. You really think they're going to be prepared for it? No, I'm just saying if it's a bucket dev, that's what I'd be doing. Looking at the mechanics of the yeah. new launcher and working on my on my next uh, update as soon as I, I can figure it out and how it works. Slash bucket effects. Devs, bucket devs don't work on bucket. They complain on the forums. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else on this, guys? Nope. nope. Aaron, you're up. All right. So... <clears throat> 
I've been trying to increase my taming skill, and I love having an ocelot around with me because I like to go fishing, and I do that on my plot, and I'm tired of creepers coming up behind me and blowing me up. Yeah, the thing is, is, I forgot to mention, that's a good point, actually, Aaron, is that ocelots are used for protection, not for attacking. They're for defensive. Yeah, so it's always good to have you know one of those, especially if you're dealing with, if you're in an area, at least in your guild plots or in certain areas that have a lot of creepers, and you don't want any sneaking up behind you and blowing you, you know, to kingdom come. Uh, ocelots help a lot. <laughs> I have been rethinking a lot of the boss battles, too. I've noticed that the old run-in, I'm going to hit you as hard as I can, as fast as I can, doesn't work. Yeah. It's, it's, <clears throat> I, I, I find that I'm dying a lot. And I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just not getting some of these boss fights. Like, some of them, like, it's easy, and then some of them, it's like, I don't even know what to do. I just keep dying, and then and then it resets, and I'm maybe they're just too strong. Maybe I'm taking on bosses. What that, bosses are giving you a big hassle? Let's see if I can help you out. Oh, let's see. Well, n- nearly dead Tom. Okay. He his I don't think he keeps killing me. I don't know why. Maybe it's the just maybe I'm just bad. Best mechanic with nearly dead Tom is that the door or the exit leading in and out of him was designed mm-hmm. to allow you to pull him out of his room. If you keep him in an enclosed area, he will own you. If you get him yeah. out of the room into the open and use the water against him, he becomes dr- drastically easier. Okay, and so I need to pull him out. And one item will make this a million times easier. On top of the water, bows. The bow will knock him back. And if you keep on rapidly pinging him with a bow, he'll be continually knocked back to the point to where he can't get near you and you're keeping constant damage on him. It's like I said, every boss has a strategy, Aaron. And you have anything else? I mean, I I can help you out here, man. Off the top of my head, I just can't. uh, A lot of them, I think the problem is, is they regen health now. And I was taking on bosses that prior could be soloed with time mm-hmm. and now they can't be they they are raid bosses i mean even before even missive could have been soloed if you had about three days to de- to devote to it yeah <laughs> so definitely this regen effect has taken you know it's no that's not the word i'm looking for it's it's made me think a lot about what i need to do with each boss's because like you said there's a strategy for each one of them and I just need to figure them out. Yeah, and I'm actually putting this out to the to listeners right now. If you want to ask questions about any question about the server you want, even boss strategies or certain hints at certain areas that you might be having trouble getting through or anything, just uh, email us at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. And that's a train. And you? we'll talk about them on the air if they're good enough. A lot of the emails we've been getting have been short little answer or questions or little comments that we really can't use on the air. So, like today, we don't have any emails. You know, also, we have on the forums, I made a, a section just for asking about boss fights. That's at, uh, on our guild launch site. So, if you have a question, type it in there, and I'm sure that 
other people around the server know hints and tricks to beat a boss. All right, Aaron, what else you got, man? Uh, I had some adventures in the Badlands, which I have a love-hate relationship with. (laughs) Right after the show, I believe... I know that Dan was there with me. Nameless think, was there. And Nameless was there. But there were there was a couple more people, think, I think, too. No, and just we, one more. What, was there just one more? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so we were chilling out in the Badlands and trying, trying to set up a base of operations. We kind of grouped together. And, uh, well, then Dave showed up. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, we tried to hide underground, and that doesn't work against Dave. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work against any admin. He hunted us like animals. Like you ever read the book Most Dangerous Game? Yeah, that. <laughs> you know, guys. I was I was shooting the uh, gravity arrows at them and sh- bouncing them up, and you know that uh, Badlands is not an area for admins to harass players, and I re- I highly recommend seriously that admins do not do that. It's not an opening invite for you guys to harass players. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Daddy. (laughs) Bad, Dave. It was funny. Does that count? It was pretty funny. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. (laughs) Me and Nameless took on Tiny, which was actually the first time I fought him without a giant group. The first time I actually fought him was with 10 of us for Mibs' video. Mm Mm-hmm. But this is just, you know, two of us and Nameless. Take him on those raids. That dude is a beast. He had he had his axe, and so, you know, you're fighting Tiny. You get those giant mobs of zombies that spawn, right? That axe, the, the AoE effect on it is probably one of the most effective skills against giant groups of enemies. Like, you always need an axe guy. And I'm glad for the rolling function and the fact that Nameless rolled A2, because I got the head. Oh, you got the trophy? No. No, just the head. head. Okay. Yeah. Nameless rolled a 2, and so I was actually thinking with that, with my luck, I'd roll a (laughs) 1, like a 0, if that's even possible. (laughs) I should have just been partied with the uh, random loot. Oh, we should have. It was kind of just a last-minute thing. We we did party up, and I think my axe skill went up quite a bit with just him taking on those mobs. That skill, uh, the sh- uh, party skill, I like that. It's very helpful. Which brings me to the skills about repairing, and I'm very happy because I can repair all my armor now. So I took Pew Pew out of you know an old chest because it was almost destroyed and. I just liked the bow. This is before. We still had the arena chest when I put it away. I just liked it, and it was a pretty rare drop from it. Mm-hmm. And now I can use it again because I can repair it. So I got one of those you know, weapons that aren't around really anymore. And I actually have two Slayer of Lambs. Yeah, those are another rare one. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll open up a store and put like a rare legendary weapon for sale. <laughs> if that's, is that possible? Uh, if you get Mayor the right shops. item ID, yeah. Okay. If you don't know what an item ID is on a particular item, if you do for with the item in hand, you can do forward slash item info, all one word, and it will tell you 
the item ID for that particular item, and that's what the item ID you would use in the uh, shop sign. Okay. Alrighty. And I went through Dave's place. Oh, really? Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went through there, and, and I got to the part where you... that The handle. The top of the handle. Yeah. And I tried to get to where I needed to go, and then I fell all the way down to my death. Outside wow. of the handle? Twice. Yes. Awesome. Twice. You are I, the worst jumper in the world. Which is so strange, because I'm usually really good at the parkour, but... Uh, that, it's... That, I don't know, maybe it's just... That's just a difficult jump for me. So, I was kind of cursing your name. Luckily, I wasn't in Mumble. So, so, how many bosses did you take down? There was none in there. None were up? sad. Okay, how many of the the parkour and puzzles did you get through? I did one of the puzzles and I tried the parkour and then I died and so I didn't do it again. Huh. So wait, did you you did the uh the warp room puzzle? No, I didn't do the warp room puzzle. Oh. Which which I, one did you do? Uh it's our I don't know if it was so much a puzzle but like it led to a secret room. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's to get one of the books. Yes. I'll admit I'm right now that books. one of the four prizes in my area is a lore book. <laughs> and I like so. books, so we're, we're good on that. Yeah. And that's pretty much my weekend game. So Beautiful. I, Dave, make that jump easier for me. Just meet me there. Put a block so I can jump on it. <laughs> All right, guys, that pretty much wraps up our show today. It's not exactly a long one, but uh, it's a show nonetheless. All right, guys, no emails today. And just remember that we do record this show live every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're not sure exactly how that translates, go to our site. We say it a million times now, minecraftotr.getlaunch.com. There's a little timer right there that shows you exactly when we record live next. Also... Our final thoughts, actually. Um, I'm going to get back into designing a lot. I have a lot to do on the server. And with the influx of players, I'm doing a lot more spying. And you cannot tell when a bot, when a admin's on anymore, guys. We're completely silent, which is nice. We will be... Let me see here. We got a lot to do, Dave. I know. A ton. Um, we're only about a third of the way done with design just the city itself. Not, that doesn't include all the content and everything needs to be added up below it. So it's going to be pretty entertaining. Uh, that's it for me, Dave. I'm I'm coming up with ideas. I have an ide- a few ideas of bosses for the expansion. Mm-hmm. But even more after that, I have ideas for the next expansion over as well. That I know I'm probably getting ahead of myself even thinking of. But I, I'm... I'm really liking the idea of a, a high story areas that uh, have very few bosses in them. I, I like that idea. It seems to work well. Yeah, well, let's focus on the current expansion day before we focus on the I, I know. <laughs> Alrighty. And Dan. I'd just like to say that I am definitely going to be spending a lot more time in the server. And, guys, 
Let's try to get a group together to fight missive one of these days when I'm off. Yeah, good luck with that. That's going to be adorable. Yeah. Aaron. I'm definitely looking forward to this next expansion, but if we have to kill missive to unlock it in the future, then I'll I'll group up Dan. Let's take on <laughs> missive. Let's get a group of people that actually might be a requirement. Also, <laughs> ties with story. I've been like it, this kind of occurred to me earlier when you were talking about how Casper sends the uh the heroes a message, right? Mm-hmm. Is it me or does Casper seem to be Coming into himself, you know, more mature. Now that I remember, like when we first dead. brought him in there, yeah, he was just a playful tyke. Now he's like, like an actual helper. Yeah, he's the main good guy now, um, mostly because Angel is in no longer in existence. And if you uh, her last bit of deed that that uh, was the last thing she was able to do was a part of blocklessness and little elements throughout the world before she is no more. So Casper, her son's taken over, and the dead king from Old Antinoch will be making a big appearance as the helper, as a helper in the next expansion as well. Who the king is also the one where the the name of the um, currency is based off of. Yes, Emens. Emenritus <clears throat> or Emetus or something like that. Emen Emenitus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eamon Titus. Uh, he'll be a part of that. And if you want to know about the story of the servers, it is up on their forums on our site. So go check it out there, guys. All right, how to reach us. QuestGamingNetwork.com. I'm going to let Dave do the rest. <laughs> yes, QuestGamingNetwork.com is where you need to go for all of our shows. Also, MinecraftOffTheRecord.com mm-hmm. is our personal website. As well, MinecraftOTR.GuildLaunch.com is where you need to go if you want to find out any of the information about our show or our servers. Minecraft off the record at gmail.com is where you want to send in an email for the show. If you have a question about the servers, send it in to mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. That's your email you send in to if you have any question about admin issues. Problems with, you know, questioning why you were banned. That's where you send your email into. If you want to be added into the whitelist, that's the email you send it into. If you like to uh, know anything, problems with the servers, if you find anything that uh, is a glitch or something that's wrong with the server, that's the email you send it into. One more time, that's MC. OTR server team at gmail.com. Hey, if I need to clarify one more thing, we still get a lot of this confusion. It's people emailing us in to get on the whitelist for the RPG server. The RPG server does not have a whitelist at all. Um, I also want to make mention that the normal server is still having issues, random crashes. Um, I'm still trying to work on a fix for it. I have no idea what's going on with it. In-game, if you see us in-game, Joe's character that he's allowing us to know the name of is Widget. W-I-G-I-T. My character that I'm allowing you to know the name of is D-W-M-T-E-R-Y. Boone's only character who we don't want to know the name of is Boontini. B-O-O-N-T-I-N-I. And Aaron's character is Macardia. M-A-K-A-R-D-I-A. You can catch us on Twitter. 
at Minecraft OTR for the show. Widget is at the Widget. W I G I T. Once more, the Widget. One word. I'm at D Enforce. D I E N Force. Boon is at Boontini. Dan, that's Boontini. At un- Boon, B O O N underscore T I N I. Aaron is at Macardia. That's M A K A R D I A. Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production. And I just want to say, keep on building, everybody, and we will talk to you next week. (laughs) I'll see you in game, everybody. Have a great one. See you next week, everybody, and I did not mess it up this time. How Peter's Day, everybody. Today we salute you, Mr. Excessive Use of Dynamite Man. I have a lot of dynamite! Yes, only you would place dynamite blocks around an entire mountain and blow it to high heaven. Only losers use pickaxes! You don't need a pickaxe. You don't need no stinking shovel. All you need is a shaft and a crapload of dynamite. Kablooey!